Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. for the Lord tonight. I said put your hands together for the Lord and add a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to just lift up your hands tonight. Just lift up your hands tonight. And just begin to talk to the Lord for a moment. Begin to talk to him. You came because of something. your hands up tonight. Tell the Lord that you're expecting something good. Yeah. 
from where you were, you said, I'm coming to spend some time with you, God. He also decided to come and meet you here. And that's why tonight you won't leave here the same way you came. I said, that's why tonight you won't leave here the same way that you came. Hallelujah. All the three days that we have come, we've just come to meet with him. And when you said, I'm coming to meet with you, he also comes to meet with us. And that's why I don't want you to take anything for granted tonight. I want you to decide that tonight is a supernatural night. Yes. It's a time that you're just going to be in his presence. Oh yeah. So we are not in a hurry. Oh, you are in a hurry. Go and come. Come on, lift it up tonight. Tonight, Lord, my 
the Lord is already at work in you, already at work in us, already around us, already reaching out to us, already speaking to us, already changing our level, already changing something, somebody that Lord is breaking off of you even as you stand and you worship. Oh yes. Oh yes. A wonderful God. Oh yes. We lift him up tonight. yesterday just find it in this atmosphere just put it on the altar here I'll tell you why in a moment you came back with your offering you took an envelope yesterday just put it down on the altar here and go back to your seat and remain in that atmosphere of worship because I want to tell you something about your offering that you gave something that I just realized that I was amazed that it If you're not tired, remain standing if you can't. It's okay if you sit, it's not a problem. But I just don't want us to jump out of the worship mode because I want to share something with you in 2 Kings chapter 4. You remember the story we read yesterday? We read the story about this woman who was doing a new thing and she offered the man of God something to eat. And suddenly it became his regular place where he would come and relax. So she decided to take it a step further and she decided to do something else, another new thing. And she created a place for the man of God to come and stay. And the man would go and come. She said, I perceive that he's a man of God. And so because of that, let me do this thing. So she did it. And after a while, the man of God was so moved. I mean, he had eaten her bangum, he had eaten her fufu and, and, and granola soup, he had eaten her fetch. He had, I mean, he, he, he began to speak. He said, I need to do something. And he asked the lady, what can I do for you? The woman said, oh, I live among my own people. You don't need to introduce me to the chief or the king or anything. Then, Gehazi. Tell your neighbor that sometimes we thank God for the lapor. Sometimes. Sometimes we thank God for the lapor people. Gehazi <laughs> said she doesn't have a child and her husband is old. She said, unless there's a miracle somewhere, she will remain childless. And the prophet said to the woman that, a year by this time. Some of you yesterday, you received yours a year by this time. A year by this time. Hallelujah. A year by this time. 
So this lady, she said, man of God, please. I have prayed to the Lord 14 years. He didn't mind me. So I'm okay. I've come to accept that this is not something that he'll do for me. But the prophet had spoken. Tell me, but the prophet had spoken. And the Lord does not allow the words of his ministers to fall down on the ground like that. And so a year after, the child was born. And this precious child began to grow. Now, when you continue, I'll tell you the story because this is not my preaching for today. I just want to show you something. Yeah, I just need to show you something. I need, to, I need you to understand why those envelopes are important. So, time went on and the young boy began to grow. And as often happens, when daddy is going somewhere, I want to go, I want to go. So one day, his father was going to work on his farms and work with his things. And the young boy said, I want to go somewhere. And as he went, they were on the field when the young boy fell sick. And so the father brought him to his mother. The Bible says that when she brought him, the child sat on his mother's laps and he died. He sat there till noon and he died. And the woman said, somebody got to be joking here. Somebody got to be joking here. Suddenly the thing that she feared was what had come upon her. That you will bring her the baby and take the baby away. But she said, listen, I gave an offering. And on that offering, I sacrificed and I made a place for the man of God to rest. And so she came and she opened the door of that place that she had made. And she carried that baby who had passed away. And the bed she had placed in that room for the man of God. She just took the child and put the child of God there. I'm speaking to somebody that the offering that you have brought in the day of trouble, you will take that trouble and you will lay it and say, God, I need you to remember. I need you to remember when I went to that convention and I put my offering down. Hold on. Sorry, no finish. When she put the child, she didn't say anything. She didn't send to the booth. You're paying some of you. She just shut the door. Then she told her husband, please, I need a donkey. I need transport. The husband said, what is going to happen? Where are you going? He said, no problem. She didn't even tell the man his son was dead. She said, this one is between me, God, and that man of God. And she sat down. She told the man driving the horse that go as fast as you can go. Don't mind anybody. Let's go. And as she was arriving at the place, Elijah had finished praying, was just walking outside. And he saw somebody coming in the distance. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, Is that not the Shunammite woman? Somebody in your day of trouble, God will arise. And because of your offering, he will say, Is that not? So he told the servant, Don't even wait for her to walk all the way up. Run down the hill and meet her. And ask her, Is all well? The Shunammite woman was coming and she saw Gehazi coming. 
and she thought to herself, this is a poor man. You have helped me before, mom. But tonight, today is not you I need. So the man came and said, it's always, now everything is well. It's not everybody you open your mouth and you share your problems with. I said, it's not everyone you share your problems with. Some of you, when you are even paying an offering, you go and talk about it. Hey. And you see, my husband has to know everything that I give. That's why you never give. Yeah. It's between you and God. She said, oh, we're okay. The Bible says that she walked straight up to the man of God. Say, you are the one who has been eating my bread. You are the one who turned into my house. You are the one who was lying on my bed. The Bible says she just came and she lays, she just held the man's feet. And the prophet said, ah, what has happened? She said, she just held the feet. And the prophet began to understand something. So he called Gehazi and he gave Gehazi his staff. You see, some of you, the ministry that you have, you have just parasited. He said, take the staff. You have not paid the price. The price of the anointing is the same. If you don't pay the price, there ain't no anointing. Run down to the house and go and lay it by the boy. The woman didn't even mind them. And she told the man of God, if you don't come with me, me and you, we shall be here. A day comes when you stand on your offering and you say, Lord. You see, that's why when you give your offering somehow, you can't do what I'm saying. That's why David said, me, my offering, it will cost me. It will cost me. It will cost me. She had done something that cost her. And that's why she could now stand on it and say, man of God, I'm not, I'm not moving. I'm here. Either we are going together or we are all staying here. And you see, the man of God, ah, I like the verse there. Let me just read the scripture. The mother of the child said, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed him. There is something that you will say that will cause the man of God to follow you. Those of you who are insulters of men of God, you better start begging God for forgiveness. Yeah. When he followed her, he knew exactly where to go. And the Bible said he went straight because he knows which part of the house is for him. Every offering that you place is talking. I said it's talking. You need another scripture to confirm it. Go to Acts chapter 10. Cornelius was an unbeliever. He was walking around and an angel, he gave her, God had to send an angel. Please, your arms, eh, that what you have been giving, we have seen it. It has made, it is a memorial over there. When God looks at it, he says that this man is not a Jew, but I have to make a way. Yeah. From tonight, never give an offering that you are just throwing at God. Never. Are you in the church or you have traveled? Yeah. And the man of God came. He said, God, you have hidden this thing from me, but me and you today, we are here. Are you in the house? And then he began. Tried his things. Laid down on the guy seven times. Nothing happened. You see, some of you, you are looking for something for the Lord, but you are in a hurry. You are in a hurry. He lay down there. Elisha was coming to the house. Behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. Where have you laid your problems? 
I said, where have you laid your problems? On what? Granon cell and all trimna with the problems and command. Your friend who is as confused as yourself, that's where you are sharing your problems. This guy, the problem was lying on his bed there, waiting for him. 33. Verse 33. He went in there and shut the door upon the two of them. And then he prayed. To cut a long story short, after a while, the Bible says the child sneezed seven times and came back to life. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Tonight, God is doing something. Never say that your seed is in vain. Sometimes the seed is not a financial seed. Sometimes it's your time. Sometimes it's your sacrifice, what you gave up. Are you in the house? Because sometimes in the service of God, in fact, not sometimes, all the time there's a sacrifice. What have you sacrificed for the Lord? What have you given away? What did you like that you gave up because of God? Hey, I'm talking to some people. I'm asking you, what have you given up? But when you have given something up, you can stand there and say, Lord, the woman, on the basis of her offering, she got what she was looking for. Tonight, may you get what you are looking for. I said, may you get what you are looking for. May you get what you are looking for. Hallelujah. Father, I pray that every offering that has been given, let it speak in the day of trouble. Remember it as a memorial, O God. May it not be the last time that we give to you. And Lord, do something because of it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You want to put your hands together and take your seat? Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Are you attempting great things for the Lord? Hey, are you attempting great things? Yeah, I believe that we are attempting great things. We are trying to do something. One of the interesting things about God is that sometimes you just, something small and he just takes it and he makes something mighty out of it. Are you in the house? Wow. Some of you leaders, you haven't given anything up yet. Sometimes you should ask God, what should I give? Yeah, I never go to a convention and then I'm just sitting. No, I come ready. And when I hear, I do. Sometimes when I'm doing, I'm crying. But he has never let me down. Yeah. Hey, are you in the church? Yeah, some of you by this time, you should have been at home. And you are here. He has seen. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. They have been calling you from home and you have been bouncing them from here to say, well, we are waiting for the judgment of the court. Just because you want to be here, you think that he doesn't know. I mean, if you, were here, if you were home, would you not be eating some nicer stew than your... This is your watery soup that... We don't know whether it's stew or it's soup or it's stoop or... We don't know what it is that you have been making. <laughs> Are you there? But it's not in vain, though. <laughs> I said it's not in vain. The power, your power to your room, cry. Just today, you started hearing go... Pim, 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 pim. 
and you are just hoping that it will last just a few more days, just a few more days. It does, it, you know, the Lord can see it. Yeah. He can see it. Hallelujah. And it's all because you are trying to do something. Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm trying to do something. I'm just trying to do something. I'm trying to follow God. I'm trying, I'm trying to walk into his promise. I'm trying to change my level. I'm trying to just do something. That's why I'm still here. Hey. Hallelujah. We have been talking about attempting great things. I believe that there are great people in this room today. That's my belief. Yeah. That's my belief. It's not based on how you feel. It's based on what I believe. You can choose to believe it. You can also choose to say that how. Tell your neighbor some questions are foolish questions. <laughs> if we could answer the how, we'll be God. So the how, dear, honestly, it is the least of our problems. That's God's issue. It's like you have done an exam, then you are wondering how they will mark. Are you the year? Are you the one marking? It's the marker's problem. Hey. You are not going to be burning candlelight to be doing it. Yeah. So also it is with God. And we are still attempting things. Hallelujah. Yesterday I preached from the Old Testament. So today I think I'm going to take you to the New Testament. It's the combination. That's the Bible. Yeah. Some people like the, like the Old Testament only. Some like the New Testament only. But I find that both of them serve different purposes in my life. Amen. In the Old Testament, the people are central to the story. The subang, the, the way the person did things. In the New Testament, they don't have time for that. Life was moving too fast. So they can only tell you that 3,000 came to the Lord and this and that and then they are moving on. And the Holy Spirit multiplied them. But it's in the Old Testament that they will tell you that Gideon came and he was feeling very down and he was grinding rice in the bottom of the place so that the enemies wouldn't see him and the, the angel came and said to him uh, greeted him and said you mighty man of valor and asked him that what are you talking about who is mighty here I'm the least of the my, my, my clan is the least of the clans and my family is the least of the families and I am the least in my father's house and you have come to stand here and say it's in the Old Testament that they will tell you that. The New Testament didn't have so much time. Are you there? Yeah. And then they will give you the story how he had people following him and God removed this number, removed this number and said, we are just 300 people. It's enough. Now we are going to defeat the enemy. Wow. Wow. Are you there? That's the Old Testament. But the New Testament also has its power. <laughs> Amen. Tonight I'm talking to you about attempt to do something for God. Not for yourself, but for God. Attempt to do something great for the Lord. Not for yourself. I believe last night I started talking to you and I, sh I said to you that in order to be great, there are two things. Either you're doing it for God or for others. Those are the only two things. When you try to do it for yourself, <laughs> let's just go into the scriptures the scriptures are just so beautiful I don't know about you but me I like the scriptures but 
I like the scriptures. And if you are here tonight and the scriptures are your sleeping pill, when you cannot sleep, you open the Bible, then you know that after you have read some two, three uh, verses, on, um, that spirit is passing away tonight in Jesus' name. When you open the Bible from today, you will enjoy your Bible. I said you'll enjoy your Bible. You'll see things in the Bible that, I mean, only the Holy Spirit could have revealed it to you. Amen. So let me show you what happens when you live for yourself. And we're going into the scriptures and we are reading from Luke chapter 12. Do you have time tonight? I hope you have time because tonight your deliverance is in the word. Are you there? Sometimes the deliverance is in a song. But tonight it's in the word. So I really need you to receive the word properly. Luke chapter 12, take us to verse 16 verse 16. Now Jesus was speaking a parable and he said the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully <laughs> and he thought within himself what shall I do because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. I have worked so much I have so many things. Are you there? Continue. And he said this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. Now, this is a, a diligent businessman, and he's been working, and he says, I have got so much now. I need, to, I need to make another plan. I need to make another plan. And so he says, I've got to bring down the old one and, bring, and put up a new one so that I can store my things. Verse 19. Now, does God have a problem with you making plans? But let's see what happens to this man. And I will say to my soul, those of you in the present service, we've been talking about spirit, soul, and body, right? I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Jesus has no problem with the fact that you are doing well. It doesn't worry him at all. And it's a good thing. Do well. He had no problem with whatever farm or business that the Lord was, that the man was doing. He had no problem. At all. He had no problem with the fact that the guy had to harvest and that the guy realized that the harvest was too plentiful. He had no problem. No problem. No problem. The Lord has no problem with the A's that you want to have and the first class that you want to have. He doesn't have a problem. Are you in the house? Can I drink some water? Is it allowed? The Lord has no problem until you get to this place where you say, so, so, you have enough for many years. Put it aside. We have enough to live and be happy. Eat, drink. And it is for me. I told you. Something great for you. Be careful. Be careful. Why? Why? Because what he did not see 
is what maybe the devil added at the end of the scripture. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow you die. <laughs> it's not written there. It's not written there, but let's see whether it's in or not. Verse 20. But God, God said to him, do whatever you are going to do, but as you are doing it, don't forget God. And that is where most of you stand. That's the general sickness of the believers these days. That you are doing and doing until you look like an unbeliever. There's no difference. The only difference between you and an unbeliever is that you go to church regularly. Every Sunday you are in church. That's all. Mm-hmm. And no Christ because of your new dress. What a pity. <laughs> are you here? God said to him, thou fool. You see, when you make a plan to be great so that you will chop your greatness, God looks at you and says, thou fool. Please, I'm not insulting you, okay? It's not me. We are reading Bible. Why does he say, thou fool? Because you have made your plan and you have done it as if it's in your power to do anything. As you stand here and as we are all here, do we know anything about 10 p.m. tonight? We don't. We cannot even change what's about to happen in half an hour. As we stand here tonight, do you know the number of hairs on your head? Even those of you that you have braided, you don't know how many plaques there are. Amen. In other words, there are so many things we don't know and so many things that we don't control that for us to sit down there and reckon our lives without God and attempt to do anything great or small without him, God just looks and says, you're a fool. That's why I say it's not my words. Read it. You have gone to school. Thou fool. Hey, I will marry. I will marry by all means. Really? Really? Uh, That's why you met a witch the other day. (laughs) Because you don't know that even the ability to choose a proper spouse doesn't rest with you. It doesn't rest with you. Hmm. Oh, if I marry him and he's in the church, it's okay. <laughs> you, have that, uh, <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea. I have seen people who were in church 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line. Where's the unbelievers? Yeah. But when they married them, they were in the church. That's why God says, you fool. <laughs> what are you saying? How can you make a plan? And your plan is that I've planned everything. I have enough, enough cryptocurrency to, to keep me for the next... Wait, 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 wait. You have enough what? That's how some people thought they had enough stocks and bonds and they sat and watched it vaporize like that. People thought I have enough cash and it vaporized like that. I mean, it is... 
Cryptocurrency is just another one of them. Hey. Oh, the way I've done the thing, me, I know that. In the next few years, you know what? You know what? You know what? Ask your neighbor, you know what? And tell your neighbor, be careful. That's what the man did. And God just rose up, looked and said, Thou fool. Hey. <laughs> you have to fear God. Though. You have to fear God. Take us to the book of Haggai. And Haggai is the name of a book in the Bible. It's not food. Haggai. Let's go to verse 2. Verse 3. This is the prophet speaking. Let's go to verse 5. Now therefore, that saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but you don't have enough. <laughs> you drink, but you are not full. You clothe yourself, but nobody is warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put it into a bag of holes. By the time we reach this point, you will be sending me a message and telling me that Motia have visited you. Hmm. 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 Are you there? <laughs> I am reading scripture for you. Verse 8. Go up into the mountain and drink wood and build the house and I will take pleasure in it and I will be glorified saith the Lord. You looked for much and lo, it came to little and when you brought it home, I did blow upon it. Not Motia. Not Motia. He said that you are doing your own and you have left my own. So when you brought yours home, by the time he stopped, everything was gone. He said, because of my house, that is waste. And you run every man unto his own house. Hmm. Therefore, the heaven over you is stayed from dew, and the earth is stayed from her fruit. And I called for a drought upon the land, and upon the mountains, and upon the corn, and upon the new wine, and the oil, and upon that which the ground bringeth forth, and upon men, and upon cattle, and upon the labor of the earth. <laughs> See that you are quiet. Hey, are you here? What is my purpose in reading this scripture just to frighten you? Please, I'm not looking for entertainment. But to show you that for man to sit and not reckon with God, 
and not have God in the picture and say, I will do this, I will do that. Those of you who text me often, you'll notice that one of the things I say most often is, by the grace of God, if God gives us grace, you tell me, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll come to the office. I'll say, oh, by the grace. Because between us, we cannot negotiate tomorrow. We don't know what is there. I said, we don't know what is there. Only God. Recently, I read a piece of news. When you have people you love in certain parts of the world, you are interested in news outside of Ghana. A cyclone had hit Madagascar. And it had really, in fact, the, the, the news said that it washed some villages away. The whole village into the ocean. Because it's an island. Well, this time, the cyclone was coming less than two weeks after the last one. They have a cyclone. Some of you don't know what a cyclone is. <laughs> Google it. Google it. I cannot have a geography class now. Google it. <laughs> Are you in the house? I'm talking to some people tonight. And I have, you see, the cyclone, it has what they call the eye where the main thing is going to fall, then it has the outside. And when they showed the map, the red was over the place where my children live. And I thought about it. My son, his wife, his daughter, and his son, and Bishop Kweku's first son, his wife, his one child, and the other one shortly coming. And I thought about their church. And I was sitting in a meeting. And I said, Lord, let the cyclone pass them by. Because I recognize that in my hands, not in my power, that there's somebody in charge. Who's in charge of your life? I said, who is in charge of your life? The next morning, I had a text. Oh, we are doing okay. The cyclone, we were afraid, but it passed us by. It passed us by. Hallelujah. Let's go back to our story in Luke chapter 12. I tell you, tonight, your deliverance is in the way. Somebody, you are sitting in the eye of a cyclone. When you look to your left, trouble. You look to your right, trouble before you, behind you, around you, above you. Tonight, the cyclone will pass you by. You will just see it become a few drizzle drops. It will not land. I said it will not land. It will not cause the destruction you are thinking. It will not destroy your family. It will not take your business with it. It will not bring you into more financial stress. Rather, you are going to be singing all the way to the bank. The Lord is lifting you out of that cycle. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, let's go back to our story. In Luke chapter 16. And let's pick our story up from verse 21. Or let's go back to 20. 20 goes into 21. So 
The Lord said to him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Mm. Oh, la, la. As you are making plans that I'm going to build something, put all my things there, and then I shall relax and enjoy. And I'll be calling, just bring me some orange juice. And look, is there, is there, look, I'm having a party with my 20 friends. I'll just be speaking. The Lord God said to him, this night, this night, your soul will be required of you. Then whose shall those things be that you have provided? Who is going to eat it? I said, who is going to eat it? One of the painful things in life is to watch a fool inherit. Somebody who doesn't work. <laughs> They're coming to inherit somebody's hard work. It's very painful. Are you there? Then the scripture tells us the lesson. It says, So is he that layeth up treasure for himself. So is he who decides to be great for himself and is not rich towards God. Hmm. And is not rich where? Uh, ask your neighbor, uh, uh, as we are sitting here, uh, what, what, what do you have? Amen. What is the issue? God. Hallelujah. And so tonight, I'm talking to you about trying to do something for God. Amen. And I'm now getting to my main text for tonight. I told you your deliverance is in the word tonight. And I believe that the Lord is already delivering us. Because some of you are of the mind that I will learn. And when I finish learning, what is left, I'll give it to God. I'm answering you, you fool. You fool. Yeah. Are you there? Rather, place him first. I didn't get to that part of the story. Maybe I should read it for you. Oh, la, la. I'm trying to unstick myself. The same Luke 12. Verse 31. But rather, seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. So turn it around. Sort out things with God first. You see, we all say God is first, God is first, but we don't do it. Mm. Mm. Anyway, I'm going to my main scripture. Oh, Matthew chapter 25. Matthew 25. Ah, wow. For the kingdom of heaven, you see, we are talking about doing something for God. Doing something for him. He has an expectation, actually, that we will do something for him. And that is, it is dotted all over the Bible. I can just give you my favorite scripture in this regard, which is John chapter 15 and verse 16. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you to go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit will remain and that whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. So he proves to us that he has an expectation. You came to Christianity thinking that you can just receive, receive, receive. That's only one side of the story. The other side of the story, I mean, even you don't like a one-sided relationship. What made you think God was going to like a one-sided relationship? It's not like that. You have a friend. The friend only comes to your room when you have received money and you have done your cooking. 
there are some people like that and they think we don't know. They think you have not realized that they only appear when they are coming to eat your food. They have nothing to give. As soon as the food starts to finish, that's it. They never text. They never come around. Ah. You cry, you don't like it, but you think God likes. That you are just, give me, give me, me, give me. My name is Jimmy. Ah. Yempesa, Yempesa. Matthew chapter 25. I'm starting from verse 14. The kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Unto one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability, and straight away took his journey. Are you there? Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made another five talents. And likewise, he that had received two also gained another two. Let me start by saying that because he's requiring something from you, he also gives you something. Every single one of us here, there is an ability given to you by God. Are you here? Which he intends for you to use. Now, there are a number of things we need to say. That first of all, what has been given to somebody else is none of your business. Because one got five, another got two, and another got one. And the Bible says it was according to each person's ability. Some of us, if they put up here and they hold a gun to our head, we can't dance. Doesn't matter what they do to you, you cannot dance. You cannot some others, you even listen, some others, when they start singing, if the Holy Spirit was coming, you go. If he was coming, if he was coming, and he heard that singing, he will leave. Because maybe that was not the gift that was given to you. But something, amen, something has been placed in your hand. How do we know? In the story, everybody was given something. Yeah. The Bible even says that everyone is also given a measure of faith. Something has been given to you. The problem is that many times, instead of looking at what he has given to us, we have stretched our neck to see what he has given to our friend. So it's what he has given to our friend that we like. When you come to God, everybody stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. You are causing confusion by trying to cross carpets. Are you here? Are you listening to what I'm saying? Amen. Hmm. Tell your neighbor a gift that you have. Have you seen that suddenly people are looking shifty? Because you want to be able to say that you don't have. You are lying wonder. <laughs> it's just that you have sat on it, but it's there. May it bite your bottom. So that you rise up and use it. <laughs> there are singers in this house who don't sing. 
not only do you not sing with the choir, but even when they are, we are doing praise and worship and you are standing on your own, right? You don't sing. I pray may you have a Holy Ghost lashing. May the Lord lash you. <laughs> yeah. He gave it to you to use it. Instead, you'll be using it to sing Celine Dion in Shala Shatawale. May the Holy Ghost slap you. <laughs> yeah. Amen. There are some of you, without effort, you gather people. But every day you wake up and you come to God, the house of God alone. Meanwhile, there are other people struggling and praying just to gather two people and come. No, I'm very serious about what I'm saying. There are some people without effort. 25 people follow you. Without effort. Without effort. You don't need to do anything much. Only that you have refused to go. I mean, that thing that they are calling, they say it's the central leader, they say it's BF, they say it's Shepherd Me. I don't like such things, so I don't like such things. You don't like such things, really? Really? Meanwhile, that was the ability that God gave to you. But you are looking at somebody else's own. Hmm. There was a time in my life when I wanted to be a praise and worship leader. Oh, yeah. I really tried to be a praise and worship leader. And several times, as soon as we are starting the church and I've struggled to try and lead the praise and worship league. As soon as they get somebody who has half capacity, they'll switch me out. They'll switch me out. And it will pain me. That, oh, but I was trying. If they left me a little, I would have been able to do the thing. But I thank God that he shifted me out because I did not know at the time that I could preach. I did not know at the time that I could make pastors out of some people. I did not know at the time that I could run a church. I did not know at the time that I could walk and somebody would follow. I was busy looking at somebody else's gifts. Yeah. Oh, it is true. And when I began to use my own ability, when I am using my ability and I add the song, Spirit enters. Yeah. But as for the gift to come and meet praise and worship, you yeah, have mommy. No. It wasn't given to me. Are you in the church? Those of you who are in my church, you've seen that I've decided that there's one song you will learn. You will learn it. When you arrived on Tuesday for meeting, they were teaching the song. You didn't know that I was sitting somewhere. I had sent a message. Every learn the song. If you like, don't learn. You will learn it. But I'm not a praise and worship leader. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? I'm saying that if you would look for your own, and when you find your own, stir it up. Paul had to speak to Timothy and say, stir up the gift which is in you, which was given to you by the laying on of hands of the presbytery. Some of you, every time we say missions, you come and walk here. When you go back, then you leave it. I don't know what bolt from heaven you are expecting to come. 
I've not mentioned your name. You are responsible to use your ability. That desire is a sign. It's not everybody walking around here who wants to go on missions. What are you talking about? If I, when I was giving the Madagascar story, the person was saying, thank God I was not there. <laughs> yeah, because they're not called like that. Hmm. I'm talking to some people. To hmm. so some people, five. To some two. To some one. Now the story goes on to show us that as they got the five and began to do the work with the five, five more were added. There are some blessings in your life, some giftings in your life. You will never see them until you start. When you start, that's when you see that there are other things. That's when you see. Are you there? The one who had five, when he started using the five, five more appeared. Five more appeared. The one with two, when he started, suddenly two more appeared. Stop sitting there complaining about what you don't have. You hear me saying this all the time. And look for what you do have. And when you find what you have, work with it. I'm coming down because I have to look inside your face. Mm. Yeah. Because I, I got a problem. My problem is that you are here. God has blessed you. When you turn your eye, no, you have created a flyer. But unless somebody tells you that you should create a flyer, you can't see that it is time to create one. You need to be slapped to high heaven. Ah. You are there. You never knew that you could take pictures. You have come. Now you are taking pictures. But the pictures are so dark, they cannot be used. I want to ask the, the photographers why they keep taking my picture from the back of my head when I don't have a face. What's the use of the picture? The reason is that you have not thought about it, how to magnify what has been given to you. You are, you are embarrassing us. If you are embarrassed, I have only one description for you. I'll tell you after the meeting. I'll tell you after the meeting. You are a dancer. When they call you to come and dance, you don't come for rehearsal. That's why you'll be on the stage and when everybody's left foot is forward, your right foot is forward. Because you are a dancer, all right. Those of us who cannot dance, if you put us there, we can't. I was watching my dancers on Sunday, and at a point, the whole body was, you know, and I was just admiring it and saying to myself, I don't know how to cause the whole body to do it. I wanted to do some, but the doing was not doing. But I was watching them doing the steps and shaking them. <laughs> And you are saying, what is the use of that? What is the use of what? Ever since we got dancing stars in this church, we stopped sweating to gather crowd to preach gospel. Ever since we got dancing stars. 
I said, ever since we got dancing stars, doesn't matter where, the village, the city, the campus, everywhere, Gaza that they believe themselves, as they are smoking their, their way to high heaven, even there, it's wet. I'm talking to some people. You are an instrumentalist, but you will not appear. Hey! And when I come, every day when I come, so so and so is behind the piano, and this one is behind the. If you were there, they would not have sacked you. But number one, either you were not there, or number two, you have not been diligent. So now they know if they put you there, the song would drag like a certain song I don't want to mention tonight. Please, I didn't call anybody's name. Everybody just look straight. MD, am I sorting your problems for you? Your problems are just being sorted. Good. I'm talking to some people tonight. Those of you sitting at the back, I don't even know what to do with you. You are sitting there as if you have no gifts at all. But some of you who are in the back, you are ordained to preach. But instead of preaching, you are sitting in the back of the house. Instead of preaching, you are trying to disappear so nobody will see you. Instead of going to look for sheep, you are looking for money. That's why I've come to stand here to look at your face well. Hey! Festus, have you been catching sheep? Or is it you the only praying you can pray? Eh? Meanwhile, this nice pregnant woman has been walking and bringing sheep and you with all your strength and your power. Ah! But maybe your calling is to pray. So if your calling is to pray, I will give you the number of all nights you do per week. That's all. And I will never ask you for a sheep. Just pray. Maybe that's yours. Oh, and maybe it's his. Hey. Yeah. I'm talking to some people tonight. Hey. Hey. Some of you, God even blessed your hands to make you do things to look after yourself. Okay. I've not mentioned any name. I've not mentioned any name. Hey. Yeah. You are looking at somebody else's gift. Oh, I wish I could preach like Sister Joy. Do you know the number of things I cannot do? Do you know? I said, do you know the number of things I cannot do? You have no idea because I have taken the one thing I can do in this life. I have only one gift in this whole life. Just one. You want to know what the one is? The one? I can talk. It's my only gift in this life. So instead of talking about nonsense, I learned to talk about what is relevant. That's all. That's the only difference. Yeah. And the only thing I do is to talk. Yeah. Hey. I don't have a lot of things. I cannot draw a flyer if you put a gun to my head. I can only tell you the flyer is nice or it's not nice, but I cannot draw one. Yeah. I, oh, I said, I, no, my dad said, I don't even know. I, I, look, I told you, I, I was watching them, but it was not coming. Hey! When the singers are singing, I can tell when they are off key. But I'm not sure I can sing the song. 
Yeah, today at a point there was a slight difference. It's true or it's not true? Yeah, I could hear it. I could hear it. The singers were in one key. These guys were also. And I knew that it's because the monitor that should inform them is not working well. Either here or there. I don't know which one. Yeah. But you. God anointed your hands. That whatsoever you touch, it will work. But you are refusing to touch anything. You are preaching to me. Instead, you are saying that, oh, I know some prophets who can see. I say, yours was not in the seeing. It was in the touching. Now you won't touch. I'm talking to some people. I say, I'm talking to some people. I used to pray, oh, God, help me to see. Oh, God, help me to see. Oh, God, help me to see. I prayed. I realized that even when I see, it's like a shadow. It could be anything. It could be a mosquito. It could be a God. But here, as for hearing, I can hear. Ah! Then I said, okay, what I hear, I will see. Instead of admiring the people who can see and saying that I'm going to, you see, there's no problem desiring. You can desire, but you must know if God is going to do it, you do at a point, you better hold your hearing and work with your hearing. And as I've worked with my hearing, it's taking me places. When I got up and said we are praying 36 hours, it's because I heard 36 hours. That's all. I didn't see anything. Yeah. This convention, I was sitting in the middle of a meeting. Have a convention next week. I said, the people are closing and going home. I said, have a convention. I, yes, sir, sir. That's the convention we are having. In the middle of the closure. That's it. That's it. Somebody here, your ears, your ears, your ears. Madam, bring yourself. No, 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 yourself. Why are you dodging it still? <sighs> bring me oil. Bring me oil. You have been looking for something else. But your ears, your ears. Father, I'm doing a silly thing. Since I'm knowing the ears, I'm anointing ears. Hey. Father, to hear. Satan, you can't to hear ears again. You can't. You can't. Yeah. What about you? Where is your gift? Some of you, if only you preach the gospel, people will be saved. If only. If only. Yeah. Hmm. Are you in the house? I realized that when I share the gospel, when I'm knocking on the door, maybe the person will be saved, maybe not. But if I put a stage and I climb it and I preach, souls will respond. Okay. Much as I'm desiring the other one, the one I have, let me use it. The one that I have, let me use it. I don't know what God has placed in your hands. There are some of you, every business you touch, it works. But you refuse to touch. You are busy looking for work in an office. May the Holy Ghost give you two slaps so you know that it's you. Because we are a lot here, do you see? And sometimes you are wondering, is it me? Is it? So that's why I'm asking the Holy Ghost. You just feel some... So you know that it's you. It's not everybody who would work in a job that they pay them every month. And you, everything you touch, it works. But you refuse to touch. 
talking to some people tonight. I'm crossing, I told you. Where do <laughs> Let's go back to our story. Let's go back to our story. Hallelujah. We are talking about doing something for God. In this story, the master who was going on a journey, that's the Lord going somewhere. Like as we know, he's not here right now. But before he went, he gave everybody something. Gave everybody something. Gave one, some five, some two. Let's go to the one he gave one. Because that guy is a whole manuscript. The Bible says in Matthew 25, 18, that he that received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, you see, this is the problem. It looks like God will never come. Jesus will never come, like our life will never end. I beg you, it can happen anytime. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. When he comes, you are going to answer. He brought you to KNUST, particularly because of some five people who you were supposed to bring to the Lord. You are in your final year. You have not started. I beg you, if you are sitting in church, sit well. And don't sit so that sleep will visit you. Sit well. Yeah, sit well. It's not your hall. Sit well. Yeah, sit properly. Mm. Maybe nobody told you where you came from, so just hear it. Amen. So as if it's a long time, but one day he will come and he will ask us questions. He will reckon with us. He will ask us, where is this person? Are you there? I told you the story of my friend, or I believe I told you. A friend of mine who got HIV in the early days. And he had gone to Accra. He was in Accra when he got the diagnosis. By that time, it had gone far. His wife died in Accra. And so he came up to Tamale to die. And this friend, I had shared the gospel with him a number of times. And he would always hear me out, but he would always laugh. I mean, and that was it. But when he came back, I knew I had to go and look for him. And try to share the gospel with him one last time. Because this time I knew that he knew that death was close. So the morning that I heard it, I didn't know where to find him. And I called a friend and I said, I want to go and visit this our friend. Can we go? And the person said, oh, today I can't make it. Let's go tomorrow. I knew I should go that day. I woke up the next morning and there was a call. He's gone to be with me. He's gone home. One day, I'll be asked about him. Yeah. I pray for mercy for myself. You'll be sitting. Hmm. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> hmm. Your roommate is there. Doesn't even know you're a Christian. <laughs> let's continue from verse 25. He that had received five talents came and brought other five talents. You know what he had gained. He brought it. Saying, Lord, thou deliverest to me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. When you are faithful with what God gives you, he gives you more. That's why sometimes it seems as if some people, they are the only ones working. It's that they were faithful with what they had and they were given more. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, 
Thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. I hope you can see that whether five or two, God deal, deemed them faithful because they used what they had. He didn't say the one who had two should have had five. He didn't say that. He worked with the two. And it was on the basis of those two that he was, he was now evaluated. Then... <laughs> Tell your neighbor then. He which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man. You see, those of you who do nothing in church, you always have an excuse. You always have an excuse. You see, these people, when they come to church, they spend so long in church. But when you go back to your room on a Sunday, what do you go and do? What, 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 what do you go and do? When you were an unbeliever and used to disco on Friday night, Saturday night, you had no problem. How come now just a part of your Sunday? Okay. Anyway. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I knew that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. You see, those who have those sharp mouths and those sharp answers, here they are. Your roommate is like that, and you have been listening to him, entertaining him. Okay. Meanwhile, the thing is that you have been given one thing that you are doing nothing with. And the reason why you have so much criticism for the church is because you are idle and you have nothing to do. That's why you can see what has not been done. But what you don't know is that you were the person who was supposed to do it. <laughs> then now he's changing his tactic. And I was afraid. And please, I can't go to sing because I'm afraid. Everybody here who is afraid, you are led by an evil spirit. I'm not cursing you. Take us to 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. It's just easy. It's in the scriptures. If you want to fight, fight the scriptures. <laughs> oh la la. 2 Timothy 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. It's a spirit. An evil spirit. Spirit. And the Bible says categorically it's not from God. So it's from who? I'll leave you to look for the answer. I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the air. Lo, there you have what is yours. You see, the man was saying, I know you who you are. You don't know God. That's why you are not doing anything. If you knew him, you would feel his heartbeat, which is that people should be saved, people should be rescued, people should be helped. That's why he came. But you don't know him. That's why you can walk around freely like that. I'm afraid I can't go on the mission field. You should fear being here when you should be on the mission field. Mm. Anywhere God has not sent you, that's what you should fear. You see me, I just want to go to the U.S. Has God sent you to the U.S.? 
if he has not sent you, I beg you, perch. Perch. No, no, let me talk. Let me minister to some people because your mind is a problem. Your mind, it is not that, you, it's not where you are that you are going to do well. It's where God says you should be. That is what will make you somebody. May I get my life to go and work for God? When we went to Tamale, it was a dust bowl. One traffic light in the center of the town. One traffic light. When it's ready, it will work. When it's not ready, it won't work. And dust everywhere. And people wondered whether our children will be able to speak English by the time we come out of there. But it was where God blessed us like something. Oh, yes. That was where he wanted us to be. And so once we went there, he blessed us. It's not here because he was with us. Joseph, he was in prison. God was with him. God was with him there. He came out of the prison. God was with him. So it's where God wants you to be. You have made up your mind you are going to years of age. Be careful we don't hear of you. <clears throat> no, you don't know what the place is. My goodness gracious, if God has not sent you, I beg you. And, but you see, this Ghana, that's where I, brother. <laughs> hey. You said what? This Ghana that we are in. Really? You see, the way things are here, it's because you don't know the way things are there. Mm. Yeah. I was pastoring one of our churches in a ghetto in the Netherlands. And every Sunday we'll go to church in the ghetto. And when we are coming out of the church, you hope that you're going to make it to the train station okay. And when you get there, the Africans will board the Ghanaians. And as you are sitting down, just waiting for your stop, they are looking left and right, check, per chance, police coming, per chance. Yes. I'm not talking about children, I'm talking about 55-year-olds, 60-year-olds, and I remember sitting there thinking, what a life. And as people who have decent jobs are closing and going home, they are going to they are going, now going to work the opposite direction because they are all cleaners. Your uncle who you are waiting for to bring you money is a cleaner of the toilet. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not joking. Huh? There's not one joke in what I'm saying. There's not one joke. I went, you see, I used to, I was doing some work, so it took me a kraskipol, a kraskipol, several years, several months. The cleanness of the toilets in the Skipo airport are Ghanaians. They speak cheap. Forty years old. It's okay when you are a student. It's not a problem. That one you are just doing some side job to earn yourself something, and you'll be back in your. But Charlie, imagine that's your parent and somebody your parents' age, and the person's job. They wake up in the morning to go and clean the loo. <sighs> something just used to do me, and I wanted to ask them, "What's wrong with you? Why? Why?" And when they are done. If they are lucky, they will retire with one house. Me, I've been here following God all this time. I won't tell you how many houses with them. I won't tell you. Fine protocol will not allow me to tell you. Are you there? Eh, Prince, are you saying we should? I said, go where God says. That's all I'm saying. Stop arguing with me. 
Where who? God says. Good. Amen. I was afraid. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want you to see the Lord's response. The Lord answered him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. When God gives you something that you don't use, you are wicked. And then he showed us the real reason why the guy didn't do the thing. Slothful servant, lazy. <laughs> you knew that I reap where I have sowed not and gathered where I have not strawed. You ought therefore to have put my money to the exchanges. Put it in the bank. At least when I come, I'll get interest. That's one cry you didn't do. Verse 28. Take therefore the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. That's why the scripture says, he to him that who hath not, from him shall be taken even that which he has. And it's the one who has that more will be added. Scripture. Scripture. I'm talking to you about doing something for God. That guy who they now said, take this one and add. He only had five. That's all he had. But when he took it and tried to use it, suddenly it was 11. Because he, went, he got five again and suddenly they added one. When you try that, you are just doing something small for God. Something small. When I came to this church, I said when we came, because I came with a number of those here. Reverend Seth was already in the church. It was just that portion that was there. We came and met 20-something people. 23. Reverend Seth says the people were 23, and he was the usher in the church at the moment, too. And <laughs> there was no floor. There was no stage. And the people were sitting in the middle of the church. I remember that when I walked in, I saw a carpenter's bench. And on the carpenter's bench, they had placed that box we used to have, which was our mixer and ev uh, everything. And it was there. And that was it. There was nothing else in the church. But we had come. <laughs> on top of that, I always add that I got a message even before I came that they didn't want a female pastor. So, when we came, we met a situation. But if God gives you something small and you decide to work with it, are you not here? Yeah. I don't need to tell you all the story, but are you not here? Are you not here? And this is only the portion of us who are around. Town church, about half are not here. Continuing students, most are not here. Freshers, some are home and some are here. Are we not here? I said, are we not here? That's why I'm just saying this to say to you, not that we are anything. I'm saying to you that when you take the little thing God has given you, you try to do something. You try. And this number of us doesn't include all those who have finished school in the years from when we started to now. Doesn't include them. If we included them, we wouldn't fit here. 
Even now, we don't fit here. Yeah. Even now. That's why present service will be starting two other services. Yeah. Just so that we can get space. Amen. Town Church, you are not inside. You haven't filled yours yet. Don't joke. Oh, if I send you to start a bus center in town, can you do it? Hey. Hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you in the house? I don't want to look at the BTC people. If you're in BTC, lift your hand. Let me see. Eh. You put with your place not full. Isn't it awful? It's getting full. Eh? You have to add another service and another one. Eh. Eh. What am I saying to you as I close? When God gives you that little something that he gives you, that looks like nothing. As it has a seed nature in it. Why do we call it a seed nature? A seed is something that it's very small, but it has a power in it. It has a something in it. So if you decide to put it under the conditions that it needs, which if it's a seed, you plant it. If it's a gift, you use it. Suddenly, I said suddenly, suddenly, you begin to see things coming. You begin to see things growing. Suddenly, he's surprising you. Today, I had a very nice surprise as I looked at the BTC choir. I don't know them like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just because I'm not saying yours, you won't have... Yeah. It was a very nice surprise. Because the last time I visited the church, I think they were about maybe half the number, something like that. Yeah. Very nice to see that there's growth. You're just trying to do something. And the apostle cannot sing a note to save his life. <laughs> but is it not true? Can your pastor sing? Can he sing? He will be. He cannot. Thank you for being honest. He cannot. <laughs> he says if he sings now, we'll laugh. <laughs> but what am I saying? You take that small thing. Tonight, some of you, that little thing. Some of you, you are using it, you are discouraged. But don't be discouraged. It's that little thing. Say, oh, but I was trying to do it, but center is not working. Let me tell you why it's not working. Because except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die. It abideth alone. But if it dies, it bringeth forth much fruit. When you start to use what God gave you, it looks as if it will not work. You are not the only one who has cried tears before. Oh! I remember the church in Tamale that we started when it was around 35. We were praying, trying to let it grow. And I don't like, I don't really enjoy fasting. I do it because I must. And that week I said, Lord, I'm looking for something. I was fasting on my own, not the church fast. And when I came to the church, I was leading prison worship at the time. Instead of 35, there were 33. And I was so upset and so angry. And when I was leading worship, tears were coming down my eyes. People thought it was Holy Spirit. It was not Holy Spirit at all. It was not Holy Spirit at all. It was anger. It was disappointment. I said, Lord, if you knew you were not going to answer, you are even going to remove some members. Why do you make me fast? The whole five days? I should have just eaten. But I didn't know what I'm telling you now. When you plant it, it takes some time to die. But when it dies, 
if you will just continue, it will suddenly begin to come forth. And when it bears fruit, that's why a church does not grow one, two, three. No, it grows one, two, three, twelve, twenty-four, sixty, forty-eight, hundred. Yeah. Because when it finally begins to bear fruit, the Bible says, much fruit. Much fruit. I'm speaking to some people tonight. The anointing to bear much fruit is upon you. All that you need is the grace to allow the seed to remain. The grace not to speak negative. When you speak in a certain way, you are like this man. As if you have gone to dig up your corn. But tonight I'm speaking to some people. Just keep going a little longer. As the mothers who have delivered before, they will tell you that the last few minutes are the worst. Those last few minutes when you are telling them, I cannot, I'm going to die. That's when the baby's head appears. Tonight, a certain spirit is coming upon some people. Tonight, you want to just begin talking to God. Hope is coming into your heart again. The gift is being stirred up in your heart again. Somebody, you have been doing nothing because you think that you can't do anything. But tonight, you will hear the voice of the Spirit talking to you and telling you that you've been called to do something. Talk to the Lord. Begin to talk to the Lord. We are almost out of here tonight. Just talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. sound in this microphone to help the prayer. Oh, yes. Lift up your voice tonight. We are about to close. Sandalabos, Riandalabos, 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 Ri
Rama Baba Baba Baba, he candele Bosa, he candele Rebe, he andala Baba Baba, Randele Bos Mandalaba, he masondola Bosa, Rema Sandalaba, he candala Baba, he candele Bosa, he masokala Baba, he carryandala Baba Baba, Randele Rebea, Andola Bosandeleve, he casandalaba. Ramandolo bosa in deleve, Ramakiondo lo bosa, Imandele rebosa, Riandolo bosa, Ripanda la mandeleve, Leimandolo bosa, Ikindirianda la mava, Ramasondele rebe, Ripapapapapapapapapa, Riandele rebe, Rabapapapa sondeleve, Riandolo bosa, Ramasondi rianda la mava. Rima Haranda Lava, Rima Randa Lavose, Rima Randa Lava Baba, 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 Rima Randa Lava to bear fruit of God. Handa Kasondelebe, I Kandala Baba, Randere Bos Kandala, Mariandere Rebea, Re Kasandala Baba, Rabarondere Tonight you are here, you have started to use your gift, but you can see that you have not been diligent. I just want you to talk to the Lord tonight and say, Lord, just, just forgive me, number one, but number two, grant me grace. Anoint me to see deeper. Anoint me to see further. Anoint me, Lord. I didn't know that I had to do it this way. I didn't know that this was what would happen. But now that I know, Lord, anoint me for it. Anoint me for it. Lift me up. Lift me up. Help me to be like that one with the five talents who used it and got five more. Help me to be like that one who had two talents and used it and got two more. Talk to the Lord tonight. Talk to the Lord. Tonight he's just sorting out and he's just resolving things. You are here, you do something for the Lord. Just lift up your hands towards him and say, Lord, just anoint me tonight. Oh yes, just anoint me tonight. Just anoint me tonight. Just commit yourself to him tonight. Just pledge yourself to him tonight. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Are 
presence of the Lord is here already and as the Lord moves through the congregation he touches those who are willing and those who are ready and those who are speaking to him and saying Lord don't pass me by because I'm here tonight Lord don't pass me by nobody knows I'm here nobody even sees me but you Lord as you're passing through touch me tonight don't pass me by. Oh, yes. Just allow him to know. You guys should be sensitive and pick up on the sun. Tonight, 
from the top one more time. This is our prayer tonight. Pass me not. Pass me not. Be gentle, Savior. Hear my humble cry. count of five, there are some five people here tonight. Oh yes. And as I count up to five, you're going to feel his presence upon you. I need ushers to just be through the building and to be a little alert tonight because the presence is all over and he will work from wherever he chooses. One. Two. Just lift them and bring them to the front. Three. Four. Five. Just lift those under the power. Let them lie down. Just put them down here. Where are they? cloud that is just covering the room, just indicating his presence. Those of you who are to my right, just lift up your hands there. There's such a beautiful presence there, and just, just let him touch you now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
That's it, that's it, that's it. Just allow him to deal with you tonight. Tonight, some people are going to leave here free. Things that disturbed you are dropping off tonight. Oh, receive his touch tonight. Receive his touch tonight. Come on, I need some ashes who are alert. I need ashes who are alert. Come on. Oh, yes. Just receive his touch tonight. Receive it one. Receive his touch two. Receive his touch three. Receive it four. Ah. There he goes. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. instructions. When I said something, just bring them to the front. I meant it. And when I said you should be alert, also I meant it. There's somebody you got, I don't know if you went to the hospital a while ago. You didn't like what they said, the diagnosis they gave you. Just come. Somebody you are here, they were saying something. You didn't like it. In fact, you were just saying, I refuse it. Just come. She must Pastors, you're going to have to help us, eh? Just let them come when it's full. Just a few, they can stand in the aisle and wait. You didn't like what you heard them say. Jesus. Pastor Junior, where are you? Just stand here. 
Don't move at all. Stop right there. Don't move at all. Tonight, the healing power of God will touch you. Father, every diagnosis, every move of the enemy to bear his teeth in front of your children, I slap it down tonight in the name of Jesus. I cancel that diagnosis. It shall not be in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Father, we anoint with oil. We declare that the negative diagnosis is over. Life, life, life in Jesus' name. Jesus. We cancel it. As the oil touches you, signifies healing. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Just go back so I can see the others. That diagnosis is cancelled. Lift up your hands, begin to pray. Pray for yourself, pray for your families at home. Every sickness that is ravaging around, that is disturbing, I want you to cancel it right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be healed in Jesus' name. 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 Satan, I rebuke you tonight. Oh, I rebuke you tonight. I rebuke you tonight. Let the children of God go in Jesus' name. Let the children of God go tonight in Jesus' name. Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. In the name of Jesus, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid. He's the rain. He's the rain. He's the 
the door when you open the door I see a mom the mom in the house isn't well recently the dad in the house is also not well there are three children in that family two of them not feeling so well either I don't know who you are but sickness has invaded that house and you are here tonight I want you to just come just come and stand as a point of contact you got to get that spirit out of the house. Mom is not well. Dad is not well. You've seen the siblings. Just lift up your two hands to Father, every spirit of infirmity, please, don't disturb those lying down the space on the side. Every spirit of infirmity is being sucked from that house. Oh, yes. It's being sucked from the house in Jesus' name. Your mother will not die for her time. Your father will not die ever. Your siblings will not die. Spirit of death, I rebuke you. I walk you out of those homes right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Oh, yes. Break it, 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 break it,
the pot someone comes and as we're praying you see that they've uprooted the pot and everything in it is on fire everything in it is on fire that demon will not enter your house again I said it will not enter your house again it will not enter your house again see when you when you look at some things you should know that a demon is involved are you there all the human beings in the world why has sickness come mother father immediately just read it that the devil has got a foot in here are you there yeah but tonight there will be peace in some households all the money they have been spending on drugs it will stop it will be used for other things in the name of jesus the spirit of poverty it is following that spirit of ill health out in the name of jesus out oh we give you praise oh we thank you i want you to begin to thank god some of you have had major impartations tonight there's a basenta leader here i i don't know whether you're a girl or boy but you had planned to stop this like it's too difficult just come it was your plan today you were going to tell them tomorrow that you are stopping just come You're going to say, I'm, I, I, it's not working for me. Just come. Allow the Lord to meet you. Allow him to meet you. Allow him to meet you. You shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that will bear its fruit in season. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Be refreshed tonight. Be refreshed tonight. Be refreshed tonight. Be refreshed tonight. The water signifies the rain of the Spirit that's coming upon you tonight. The rain of the Spirit. Don't worry if it wets you a little. Ah, 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 yes, sing it. Oh, my brother. I see the dryness going. Oh, yes. The spirit shall be poured upon the desert, and the wasteland shall become a fruitful field, and the fruitful field shall become as a forest. Receive it, receive it. You move, you move mountains. Oh yes, receive it. You cause the world to fall. the days to come. Oh, Jesus, Done with you. you move the Lord is not done with you. Oh, yes. You 
shall become a fruitful field that the fruitful shall become like the forest receive it now in the name of Jesus receive it now in the name of Jesus receive the touch from the Lord tonight receive it now in the name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah God bless you God bless you as every head is bowed tonight every eye is closed we cannot close before we give somebody an opportunity to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. You're here tonight, but you're not so sure of your standing with God, but you're saying, I want to be sure. Just lift up that right hand. We're going to pray over you tonight. You say, I'm not so sure. I've been even walking around. I'm comfortable in church, but I'm not so sure of my faith that if Jesus were to come tonight, I'm not so sure that I'm born again. I see those hands just come to me just step out of where you are and just come just come just come just come to me brother just come let's pray together just come step out and come let's pray together very quickly god bless you god bless you god bless you just join us right here in front we want to pray tonight just come oh yes yeah there your heart is beating that's jesus telling you there's something that you need to you need to complete tonight just come quickly and let's pray together. Just come. All right, let's pray. Those of you in the crowd, join us. Make this your prayer. You want to say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. From tonight, you are my savior. And you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-E. God richly bless you.